listening to episode 40, chapter 5 of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Chris Lamberth. And I'm Josh Havens. And we're on a journey to learn what it means to live a lifestyle of discipleship. We're glad you're joining us and hope that as you set aside this time for God, that He would help you grow today in the everyday moments of life. And man, this has been an incredible week of talking with our pastoral coach, Pastor Alan Baker. And uh, we thought the most appropriate thing to wrap up this week's conversation would be to talk a little bit about how this coaching ministry in particular, but then this idea of coaching has really impacted our lives. In fact, we're going so far as to say that it saved our lives. So we're going to get into a little bit and talk about what that means um, and uh, how that has actually worked itself out in our lives a little bit. So uh, I guess I'll go ahead and get us started off in that I'm going to ask you a question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that is like, why has coaching been so impactful in your life, Josh? And like, so, and then what has your journey been like that coaching was necessary to save your life. So I, I think I've kind of gone through my story a bit here on the podcast before where, uh, man, six years ago now, I was in a really deep depression. God brought me to a place where my entire facade of good Christian behavior, legalism was all kind of coming crashing down around me. And in that place, um, I, I don't know that I was ever really suicidal, although there were times where I would do something like go out on a walk like at 11 o'clock at night in 20 below weather that Alicia would think that I may not be coming back. But uh, I don't think I ever really was to the point of, of contemplating suicide or harming myself or anything, but it was just a really, really deep, dark place. And when you're in that kind of a place, Sometimes it's it's really, I, I would argue, almost impossible to pull yourself out of it. And I think you've got two options. I think you have to either wait for time to run its course and for healing to just happen, or you get somebody else to help walk with you during that, that time uh, and and kind of aid the healing process. And I think it's kind of analogous to breaking a bone. You can either just let the bone heal over time in whatever broken state it was in. Maybe it's out of place or uh, whatever it is. It's not going to heal right if you just let it heal on its own. Or you can get a doctor to help set the bone back to its proper position, put a cast on your, your leg or your arm or whatever's broken, and allow the bone to heal the way that it should heal. And I think coaching or more, more generally walking with someone is kind of like doing that. It helps us get things right on track on the right track it brings the right perspective and so for me when i was in that really really dark place i couldn't i couldn't feel the way that i knew that i wanted to feel i couldn't fix the things i knew that i wanted to fix on my own and it, it was at that point honestly that we uh you and i really started talking more frequently uh just about the stuff that was going on in my life and uh, it's really where this idea of walking with someone, step three that we talk about in creating a lifestyle of discipleship, really began to uh, have that rubber meets the road kind of thing going on. I mean, we talked about 
the need to walk with someone else in the in the Christian life before that, but it was in that moment where it became a reality. And then shortly after that, about a year after that, um, my former professor and uh, uh, campus pastor Alan Baker uh, was starting this pastoral coaching ministry for millennials, and it was free. And I heard about it, and Alicia and I talked about it, and decided yeah, I should probably reach out and and talk to him. And honestly, I credit walking with you, Chris, and walking with uh, Pastor Baker, you being the vertical or the horizontal relationship and walking with Pastor Baker being the vertical relationship, that cross approach to coaching really being the thing that helped me heal from that really deep, dark place in my life. And because of that, honestly, I'm a firm believer now more than ever in the value of walking with a vertical coach and a horizontal coach. It's not about just walking with someone else. You have to find the right person. Uh, and, that, and that's why I really appreciate what we talked about in the um, chapters on a vertical coach and a horizontal coach. Is it's not just anybody that can fill these roles. It's mm-hmm. about the people who are going to walk with you, ask the right questions, not to fix a problem, but to help you navigate life in a way that's... Uh, I don't know. It just gives you a different perspective that you can't get by yourself. Yeah. And for me, that was that was irreplaceable. And honestly, I, I do credit where I'm at right now with walking with you, walking with Pastor Baker, and walking with my wife through this thing, who was more than gracious than more gracious than I could have ever imagined. And so that's why I think every disciple needs a coach. And it's not just people who are going to be in ministry who are going to hit these deep, dark places or have these dark nights of the soul. I think every Christian at some point, if they're serious about following Jesus, are going to have these kinds of experiences. And when you do, you have to have someone to walk with you. Yeah. Now, that's a great point, too, because this conversation was on journey pastoral coaching, coaching for ministers specifically, and it's the program that we've been going through. Um, But there's so much that's applicable to just this idea of coaching in general that, that you've just brought out that I, I really want to emphasize and have people take away that, man, this, this thing is much bigger and broader. And so like there are discipleship coaches out there and people that you can walk with. And again, it might not be a formalized uh, a program, uh, like spoiler alert, and I, there's <laughs> no date on this, but like Josh and I would <laughs> really to, like yeah. the, like discipleship coaching to become a great part of daily growth discipleship at some point in the future. And so that's something that God has put in our hearts because we feel so passionately about this method of walking with someone. We've seen how important and impactful it can be in our own lives, and we want to bring that um, we, we want to bring that to others. And so honestly, like, we're a little conflicted even doing this chapter right now because like I'd love for to I'd love to give a call to action that was like, you know, click on the link in description or, you know, get a get a discipleship coach today. That's right. <laughs> I would love to do that, but I don't have anything for you in that regards. But I do want to echo what you've just said about choosing the right person. Um it it cannot be just somebody of convenience or somebody that you that you talk to. When we, when we talk about the third step of walking with someone, and then I think coaching makes it so much more concrete, this idea that we have to have the right person. This person has to be trusted. They, they, you have to be able to trust them. And it's not going to happen all at once, but with your deepest, darkest, truest self. And what that trust means is they're not going to portray you with that. 
The other thing that I that I have appreciated so much about my relationship with you, Josh, and with Pastor Baker, is that it means that you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Is uh, and I still have this fear. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have not definitely not mastered this. I feel like I'm I'm waiting at any point to you know come in and be like, okay, yeah, see you, Chris. I'm taking you know. I don't you know. It's just I have sort of that fear of abandonment, and um, but that has been a huge part of uh, I think what like Pastor Baker has been emphasizing, uh, like at least within our coaching relationship over the last year is it's like, and he uses you as an example all the time, Josh. Of like <laughs> he's just like, oh well, you know, Josh hasn't left you yet, or you know, he's still hanging around you. So there's there's something that you know he sees in you, and it's like, well, yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, but but there's but you guys definitely have shown that to be true in my life is that. Um, you know, you're here with me for the long haul. It's not just a matter of convenience or it's not just a matter of, uh, you know, um, this poor lost puppy, I guess, but it's like, um, (laughs) there, there is a deep relationship there and that relationship is worth having. And so, um, if you can find that in another person, I think you've got somebody worth walking with in a coaching relationship. Uh, I do want to reiterate something that we said in our conversation with Josiah last week. We tend to want these kind of deep, trust-filled relationships to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't happen. It, it, do, it doesn't. You're never going to be best friends with somebody overnight. You're never going to be able to trust somebody with everything overnight. I think if you feel like you can, you should probably pause. Yeah, you got to run from that guy. That <laughs> person's a psychopath be and careful. a charlatan. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, not a good thing necessarily. Um, and so if you, if you're going out to try to find somebody to walk with in a horizontal relationship or a a vertical relationship, look for signs that you can trust them and then just spend time investing in the relationship. Chris, you and I have known each other for, let's see, man, when did we meet? I think technically we met 14 years ago. I didn't really start hanging out until maybe 12 years ago, Mm -hmm. but it's been a long time. And so we've had the chance to develop our relationship through that. And so, I, I don't know. I don't want people to, to come into this thinking, I'm going to go find a coach right now and it's going to be the best relationship I've ever had. It, it takes time to develop that relationship. So be aware of that as you're looking for somebody. Don't look for an instant deep connection. Look for somebody who has a potential connection and then start to develop the relationship from there. How can you create a lifestyle of discipleship? Most Christians think discipleship is a program or a few practices thrown in at the beginning or end of the day. But we want to help you create a lifestyle where walking with Jesus throughout the day is not only possible, but natural. And we have a tool that's going to help you do just that. It's called the Daily Growth Journal. It's a guided journal that's going to help you become secure in your identity with God and authentically walk with Him in your daily life. Growing daily in your walk with Christ is possible if you cultivate a lifestyle of discipleship. And the Daily Growth Journal will help you do just that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. 
To find out more about Alan's work, check out journeypastoralcoaching.com. If you like what you've heard this week, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player you use. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to step to date on everything happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, go to dailygrowthdiscipleship.com and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify.